Welcome to a very special edition of the Inside Story podcast. This is a bonus episode that we are bringing you as part of our Author Spotlight series. We are dropping these episodes over the next few weeks so that you have a really good taste of the women, the amazing women, and the amazing stories that you will find inside our book, Shine Your Light. So over the last two years, all of us here at Light Beamers have been working really hard to curate a special selection of women's stories to be found inside three collaborative books. And our third book is, is coming at you hot. Shine Your Light rounds out the, the trilogy, if you will, that will be joining her sister books of Elevate Your Voice and Step Into Your Brave. And this is our opportunity to bring you behind the scenes and the real stories behind each of the women who has so bravely and courageously and boldly stepped forward to write and share her story as a chapter inside our book. And so let's get right into this week's Author Spotlight. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Inside Story podcast and welcome to another edition of our special series on our Light Beamers author spotlights. Um, featuring one of the authors who is uh, who has written and shared her story that's to be published in Shine Your Light, our third and final collaborative book from the Light Beamers author series. And oh my gosh, it's just so fun to get to do each one of these interviews and sit down with the women um, that are in our book and go a little bit deeper into what this process has been like for them. And especially fun today, because not only do I have one of our authors with us, but I have Miss Evelina Solis, one of our, our, our Light Beamers ambassador, Light Beamers community ambassador. Also, I'm a, if you don't know what that is, we're going to talk a little bit about it, but Evelina Solis, welcome to the Inside Story podcast. Thank you so much, April, for having me. It is such an honor to be here today with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun that we get to do this. Um, so we'll, we're, a lot of things that I want to dive into, actually, we will talk, of course, about your experience of, of being in this book. Um, and I want to start with, with a little bit from that, which is because I know it's so like pertinent to you is the title of this book. The title of this book is called shine your light. And will you tell me and tell us, tell everybody why the title of this book was just, cause you told me like there was no other book. Like you've watched us in the light beamers community, 
you know, publish Elevate Your Voice and had opportunities, you know, to be an author in that one. There were opportunities to be an author in Step Into Your Brave because you've been an integral part of our community for so long. You you watched every one of those books unfold, yet it was Shine Your Light that you said yes to. Why? Yes, I did want to sign up for all of them, but the timing just wasn't right. And I just felt the timing of this and what it stands for and a lot of what I do, just pouring back into the youth or into women, helping coach them, you know, being an educator, um, just, you know, the different, I guess, roles and hats that I, that I um, put on every single day is exactly what this is what I do is help people shine their light. And um, I feel that really to show up in the world, this is what we have to do, shine our light so that we can create this path for others, which is what Light Beamers is all about and why I have um, been very, very thankful to be the Light Beamers community ambassador. But one of the really big reasons why the timing for this book was just, it was the right, it was the right time for me was because my daughter's class, they were in fifth grade this past school year. They had talked about writing a book and literally put it together in a month or less than a month. It was a very fast process. Uh, the teacher, I had seen something. I had sent it to her. She had sent me the same thing. She had said, do you think you could help us with this? And I'm thinking, yeah, I should have been doing this a long time ago. But yeah, I'll help you all with this. I helped at the beginning, helping shoot out some ideas, like looking over some edits, even with hope, giving her suggestions on what direction to take. And then it came to the end where, you know, they kind of closed it and they were promoting it and Hope had turned to me and she said, mom, there's an interview at least 10 years ago, probably saying that your book was being written. She said, what happened to that? She said, I think your time is now. <laughs> so coming from at the time, a 10 year old who is now 11, I just said, she's right. And how neat is it that a mother and daughter publish a book in the same year? Hers was with her fifth grade class at Calvary Baptist Academy. And then here with light beamers. So it's just an exciting time. I love that. I love how it, it, out of the mouths of babes, right? Like sometimes it is the innocent viewpoint of a child that is like, uh, hello, that was 10 years ago. What's stopping you? Um, we could fill in a whole episode on what happens in 10 years and what might stop somebody from writing a book. Like it would not take us long to just give all the reasons why you may not have written the book over the last 10 years. But in her mind, it was like, what's stopping you? Like, it's time to go. Let's go. I did it. <laughs> I did it in a month, you know? And so, you know, I love that that was the the really the marching orders that, you know, you received to say, yeah, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So um, give everyone a little bit of background. I mean, you mentioned you're an educator, you do pour into the lives of youth, you do, you lead a lot of um, youth events. And so kind of what are you up to in the world in, in case someone is here listening, who doesn't know about you? Um, if they're not clued into our Light Beamers community, they really may not know about you. So give everyone a, a little bit more of a context of who you are and what your work is in the world. For many years, um, I well, we I had started off as a journalist, as you know, April. We share a similar. Yeah, we share background. that. Yes. So I worked in TV and radio for some time, and right out of college, went to New York and lived the dream. Lived in the Big Apple, covered a lot of red carpets and movie premieres. Worked in entertainment news, 
And then from there, because of September 11th and the tragedies that had happened, it took me back to Ohio where we were living at the time. I'm originally from Illinois, so I'm a Midwesterner. But um, after going there, I was inspired by some of my mentors in higher education to go that path until things kind of cleared in the broadcast journalism um, industry, just because New York had been hit so hard. So it kind of was like a safe, comfortable place to be. While I was in higher education, I fell in love with helping students get scholarships, recruiting them, giving them the tools that they needed to be able to get into college because I didn't really feel like I had a great guidance counselor or direction. And I'm a first generation college student. And it's not anything because my parents are very supportive and loving, but just not knowing. And so I wanted to be able to do that for other students. And so I fell in love with like this education world, but I still loved doing journalism and I love telling stories. So I wanted to combine the entertainment and education and create edutainment workshops. And I started speaking on the college and high school circuit for some time. And then I got really sick, which everybody can read about in the book. <laughs> and then um, that really made me think about what I was going to do next, which is start my own company called Soul to Soul. And through Soul to Soul, it's just really helping to bring hope to the hopeless and be a voice for the voiceless. And um, in that time, I had been working with students all different ages, but also adults because of the colleagues that I was working with and realized I had this passion for women and pouring into them, but also kids, because what I was seeing with women is a lot of trauma that had happened as a child. And I figured if I could capture and just help students gain the tools that they need to be able to survive in this world and help show them um, that by the time they became our age, they would already have those tools in their tool belt to be able to use. And so I feel like it's just been a full circle kind of journey. And, you know, I get to use my storytelling every day, but I also get to be in this education world where I'm learning new things and teaching them to students. I've worked a lot with like life skills and entrepreneurship for students. This is what I live every single day being an entrepreneur. So getting right. to teach that in the classroom has been so fun. And then Spanish, I was doing bilingual journalism. So why not throw in everybody needs a second language? Cause I mean, it just helps you, you know, travel and be more exposed to culture and go different places and things. And so, um, you know, Spanish was kind of like in that mix. And then I also have the health for like this health and wellness um, industry. And so PE kind of just fell into my lap too. So really getting to teach enrichment classes to youth. But my heart at the end of the day is really to help the next generation become fully devoted followers of Jesus. So no matter what I'm doing at the end of the day, I just want them to know you know, their worth, not what the world tells them, but what the Lord says and uh, to them and, you know, for them to just open up their word and to be in prayer and to seek guidance in the right places and not to be, you know, we're in this world, but not of this world. And so not to be swayed because of they have this generation has a lot more media that is in their face every single day with social media and billboards and you know, just a lot of negative, the world is influences. Yeah. yeah like influences. there's a, yeah, a lot of voices out there. Right. Yes. And I said, if I could just be one positive influence and they could remember that when they're going through a major struggle, then I feel like I'm doing my work in this world. 
Yeah. Well, you are, you are, you are, you know, you are that bright light. You really, really are. I know from the moment that I met you, you know, you and I had this instant connection. Obviously we have similar backgrounds around journalism and storytelling and broadcast journalism and all those things. But moreover, um, I think it's just the, the spirit with which we see, um, women and, and children and just people, you know, just people like really seeing them for, their potential, um, and for what they have to offer and their stories that could be shared. Um, instead of letting, like you said, life, you know, come at them and them feeling at, 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 a, at cause to it, you know, like it's victim, victimized by it. And I love that you're pouring into the youth. And I, and I really love, I do greatly. I've always admired the way that you are so forward with your faith. You know, you're so, open and honest and never from a, you know, never from a standpoint of preaching or anything like that. Like, I think anyone would agree that knows you. And when we're, when they are around you, that you just, it just emanates from you. And that obviously comes from having deep, strong faith yourself that you're able to articulate it so well and encourage others with it. And um, I actually really, really admire that part of you. And so, you know, it's been so fun um, to, to really start this journey, um, you know, by having you originally come into the light beamers community and you and I live in the same town, we were working out together and just some fun things that we were getting to do, but it really became obvious after a while to me, because you're so enthusiastic about everything that you do. You're so enthusiastic about what we're doing at light beamers that, um, you know, it really became evident that, you know, Evelina, Evelina is an ally, you know, Evelina is someone that is on the same mission that I'm on. And it has been so fun to, to partner with you and to invite you to be the first ever light beamers community ambassador. Neither one of us even knew what that was going to be. We're like, we just dreamed it up. You know, I remember having that conversation with you. Like I just, and, and really it was because you kept using that word. You kept calling yourself an ambassador, even though there, it, like it wasn't an official thing. And it was like, we need to make it official because like you are such an ambassador to, to the, to the people in our community, primarily women, but to the people, um, in our community who, um, you know, you do want to champion those stories. And so what's it been like for you to now not only champion and be that ambassador in our community, but to step into this book project and come alongside some of the women in our community, um, writing your story. It's been really cool seeing it from the inside out. This is the inside yeah. podcast. Yeah, this know? is the inside, inside story. story. <laughs> yes. So yeah. like living it out and seeing it firsthand and then seeing the women evolve from mm. the first book and like what they're doing now and, you know, getting to cheer them on the whole way, you know, at the end of my life, you know, I hope people say she was a great cheerleader, you know, and I, and I want to be that for light beamers. And I just truly believe in the mission and what you're doing, April, and the amazing work that you're doing in our world. And I, it couldn't have came at a better time. It was just such a God thing. The, you know, the timing of it, I really was at one of the rock bottoms in life in, in that season. And it, you just came in there and just lifted me up, you know, locked arms with me. And I feel like so much has happened in the year and a half or a year and a few months that I have been able to be the light beamers ambassador, but being a light beamer who is now getting to tell the story in this third book and shine your light 
I mean, I am just forever grateful, you know, for this opportunity and for you seeing that in me because for 10 years, I shut all of that kind of down to support my family and to support the dreams of, uh, you know, just in marriage at that time. And so it was, you know, it's, I feel so alive now. So this has really helped me really, I guess, continue on the chapters that I stopped writing and tell it from my point of view, finally, as you know, my story was published in two other books in the past, but it was told from a different perspective. And it wasn't 14 years later, where so much more has happened. And so it's really neat to be able to put my it into my own words, finally, and claim that author title, I feel like a champion in a ring, like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a that big whole deal. Full circle for me. Yeah, because you, like you said, your story, you you brought to me the books that your story has been published in before, but you didn't, you didn't, well, I mean, technically you had some hand in writing it, but you actually didn't get to, you know, to claim the, the authorship of those stories. And that was, um, you know, I know that that was something that was like, gosh, you know, that was an opportunity that was missed. And so this was you getting the chance to claim, you know, this is my story and I'm writing it and I'm publishing it. And I'm, you know, I'm the one that's doing the work of putting it out there. And it takes all of that, right. It takes all of that. And then a, a whole lot more to, to actually get, the, you know, to get your story out into a book. Um, what, what is it that becoming an author you know, you've, you've got a lot of titles, you've got a lot of things that you've done, you know, as you know, especially someone that's been in the media, that's been a journalist like you, that's walked red carpets and done those things. Why, why, or how is this stage of sharing your story in this type of medium in a book different for you? And how is it more exciting? I feel that I can really encourage others who are in that same place where they just feel like, well, do I, does anybody care? Or do I have anything to share? Just knowing that everyone does have a story that has value and that could help change someone's life. Like, you know, I say, and we talked about this, like in Light Beamers, it's a survival guide for someone else who's coming behind us. And I don't know what took me so long, but, you know, all of it is timing, all in God's timing. And so I'm super grateful. But um, so back to your question about like, you know, sorry, can you ask me again? Cause well, I, yeah, I just about an author, you know, like what is it with this title being added to your, to your already extensive, uh, you know, repertoire of things that you've done? How, how is this, how does this feel different or how, yeah. how are you feeling about it? I feel that it has been on the bucket list and like mm -hmm. Hope said, like what took so long? So this is just, I don't know, like you've arrived, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you have this extra expertise and you can speak from a different place and you have to go through healing too. Like you can't yeah. tell a story in the middle of it. And so just to know that you can go through some really hard things and come out on the other side to be able to talk about it. And to give that inspiration to other people's like this author title really does mean so much to me. It's kind of the piece that was missing in the puzzle. And I just feel like I feel like I said, I've arrived that it's complete. And I'm just grateful to still be alive to be able to tell my story. Yeah, yeah, you have quite the journey that you share in the book and the story. It is around a big health battle that you have, 
you've encountered and how you navigate it to this day. It's quite the truly an extraordinary tale that I can't wait for other people to read. You know, something I was thinking about, I've never asked you this question. So I'm excited to do this today. And it really just came to me because you and I do share uh, this background of being journalists. We are trained as journalists and that's how we approach storytelling is through that lens of curiosity and asking a lot of questions of other people, which is why you're so good at what you do. It's why you're so good at pouring into those kids and that you've been, that education has been absolutely the great place for you um, because you have that background. You know, you see people, you, you, you have strong intuition about things and that's what a great journalist is going to do. However, I am curious for you because as journalists, we're not trained to tell our story. You know, we, it's never about our story, our personal story. It's always about getting the story out of someone else. When did you first get a taste of sharing and telling and excavating your own story and realizing that, oh, <laughs> it has a place? Do you remember that? Or do you, do you recall? Because that's a real strong um, memory for me. I'm curious if you have something similar. As you know, it is the hardest thing to tell your own story. You can yes. write about other people's <laughs> story all day as a journalist and you yeah. can get all wrapped up in it and tell it so well. And then it's time for you to tell your story. And you're like, I have what? no words. I have writer's block right now. Uh, I think the time I remember it really making an impact was, and you all will read a lot of my story in this book and you've got to get it because these 13 stories in this book are just so phenomenal and are going to inspire you but there was a period in time just going through some rehabilitation that uh, took many months and was potentially going to take years and I got to the end of that you know going through physical occupational and speech therapy and I remember them asking me if I would tell my story because they saw me walk through death pretty much um you know walk through the the Death Valley, I guess, um, being at death's doorstep. So they're just like, could you share with our therapist? Because they've seen you every single day rehabbing. <laughs> Would you want to share this? And I'm just like, I can barely speak. Literally, I can barely speak. So I was just like, uh, okay. And I just realized the importance and power that it had to let other people know that someone in this situation could also come out. And so I, I just remember having to put that together in the way that I could tell it at the time. But as a speaker, because I did speak for some time, even uh, before teaching and being in the classroom, I just had to figure out a way. And I have tweaked it many times, as you know, when you speak in front of people, you know, the different approaches you want to take. But I think that's really when I honed in on how am I going to tell the story? How is it going to make an impact? Like, you know, who am I speaking to? And, and how can it be relatable, whether you're a caretaker for someone, whether you're struggling with a chronic illness, whether you're the underdog in a situation, <laughs> like, you know, whatever the case may be, I feel people can relate to that and that that's what really inspired me during that time to tell it and that's the specific moment I remember saying I have to really tell my story yeah yeah and then doing it and realizing that it is a huge benefit to someone else you know like you say giving uh, someone else that may be in a similar journey as yours uh, and all the different examples you just gave 
giving them hope, right? Giving them hope of what's possible. And that's exactly that. There you go. Light beamer, share your story, shine a light, right? Shine your light, um, which is the name of the book. So yeah, I just like, that's something that, um, you know, I've talked about like uh, starting light beamers and like, oh, I, I've got to, if I'm going to teach other women how to tell their story, they're probably going to want to hear my own story from me. So I'm going to have to get pretty adept at telling my story, which uh, I was not, I was not adept at it at all. And um, also same as you speaking, I'd been speaking for all of my career, really finding different ways and, you know, having opportunities to speak in public. But uh, the early days, I wasn't infusing my story. I was just speaking, <laughs> just talking. And it's so different now, you know, just so, so different now, now that I know better and I know how to do it. And I've been able to figure it out for myself. Cause you're absolutely right. We can sit here all day long and figure out other people's stories. And it's quite easy for us, but um, doing it for ourselves is very, very hard. And actually, I think it's actually pretty hard for most people, regardless of your trained journalist or not, you know, we see this in light beamers, right? Like it's just hard. Like you often do need someone to come alongside you to hold up that mirror, to ask those curious questions, to dig a little deeper, to push you. Um, that's been fun. Uh, you know, in the author program is to, to come alongside you guys and, and to push you guys. So, you know, I, I don't know if you want to share much about that process, but you know, I'm always like, I, I hope that it, it's received in the spirit in which I'm giving it. But I, you know, I know that the, the, the story juice is down about five levels and we're going to have to get down there to get it. And it might be a little frustrating and painful to get to it. Um, and when you and I were going through the editing process for your story, you know, that's what I was trying to do. I can do that so easily for you, right? But I need that. I need someone to do that for me also when I'm writing my story, you know? So it's, it's really all of us are the same in that regard. Yes. And you do a phenomenal job of excavating the story and also you know, you have so many chapters, right, to your life and seasons that have happened. It's like, which one to tell? When you're in a chapter book, you're having to figure out that one part. And that can take a whole uh -huh. bunch of time itself because you're just like, oh, well, we it could be this part. It could be this part. And, you know, we have just so many pages that we can tell that in, which you always encourage us to go ahead and write the full book, you know, when we're done with this. And so who knows? I don't know if that's what's in store for me after prayer. We'll see. <laughs> Well, but that was going to be so my next glad. question, Evelina, is, okay, so does that mean you are going to write a solo book now? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> do you have it? Do you think that is something that you can see yourself doing, at least now having been through the, the process with us and getting the real, like, inside scoop of this is all the different steps that you take to write a book? Does that feel at least like something that you could conquer should you ch decide to do it? Your program has definitely set us up to be able to write our own book now, like walking through it step by step. You and Lynette have done a phenomenal job. I think what is next in the book writing process is actually Hope and I writing uh -huh. a book together. So that's really what I see in the near future, whether or not I end up uh, publishing more to this story because it is my- It's ongoing. Yeah. And you know, my life could be a lifetime movie. So <laughs> who knows, maybe, you know, write the book, make it into a movie. It's a, uh, yeah. 
not many people live to tell these kind of stories. So who knows? What, well, you know, and you know, you do, you, you have, you know, and I talk about this a lot. There's a lot of people. And in fact, an interview that I did just before having you on that I'm also producing for the, the podcast for our author series was, you know, one of the other authors um, who was admitting that she didn't think she had a story, right? Like there's a lot of us out there that are like, oh, my story, who would want to listen to my story? My story is boring. Nobody, like, it's not really that exciting and all those things. You, my friend, do not have one of those stories. You're on the, uh, you knew you had a story from day one. Like when you knock on death's door and come back from it, to like thriving and having the best time of your life, as you said, you're having right now, like you're having so much fun um, and you're super healthy. Like you're doing, you're doing great. You've you, that's a big journey. And you have one of those stories and I can't wait for people to read your story as well, because, you know, whether you've had one of those stories or not, there are so many things you learn from it, right? Like when you've been given that story, and God is using you to, to, to teach, you know, through that story. And so what, are, what, like, what has been like one big lesson? I know there's more that you share in the book, but what's been one big lesson that having a big giant story, like you've had that you've, that you've learned from your story that you really hope other people get from it as well. I just really feel that, you know, our life is a gift from God and what we do it is our gift back. So I encourage everyone because everyone has a story to give their gift back because there's someone out there that is waiting on you. You know, you're sometimes you have to be your own hero in your own story. And uh, there's just there's someone out there waiting like, you know, for you to take that step so that they can know that there is like hope and, you know, we talk about hope and inspiration on the other side of this. But that's the one thing I think my story has really, you know, it's, I talk about living full and dying empty and like what that looks like, but every single day is a gift and I cherish it. And that is why. And even before I was sick, April, I'm still that same person. I went back for a reunion recently and they're like, you're the same person 25 years later before I got sick. So that was already in me, but, mm -hmm. you know, thankful, you know, to the strength of God and just like that resilience that he put in me, because I would mm -hmm. never want anyone to bear and carry that cross that I'm having to carry in this lifetime. And so, um, but I really just think that life is a gift and we should cherish it and live it to the fullest and um, really live on purpose. Like we have to live on purpose. A lot of people spend their whole life living on purpose and the richest place is the grave because we take all our gifts and talents with us. But if you can stand before God at the end of my life, you know, your life and just say, I gave every bit of talent that like you gave me. It's a quote kind of from Emma Bombeck, a little paraphrase, but that's it. That That's where you want to be. You want to leave it all on the table and say, I did everything I could. While yeah. I was here. yeah. So live full and wow. die empty. Well, you exemplify that to the nth degree for sure. For sure. Um, and I'm, I'm curious, you know, what, I, so this is again, from my perspective, cause I get, I get a front row seat with you. And I love that, that, you know, we get to work so closely together in light beamers and we live in the same town and we, you know, I'm just like, I get to see a lot of things. And so from my perspective, um, you know, I have, a, I wasn't part of it. It wasn't in your life through the whole 10 years where there was just Evelina kind of the light dimmed a little bit. 
Um, but I was there for the tail end of it and I knew like, you know, a lot that was going on and, and, you, and you're very open about that in your story and sharing more about that as part of just this health journey that you've been on as well. But what about this process, um, you know, of just, of, of, of just purely sharing your story and whether it's been through light beamers, whether it's been through this book, whether it's been out in the community sharing and stages that you get to step on and all of that, because you get to do all that. But what about sharing the story has helped turn that light back on for you? We talked that, you know, a little bit about being alive. Like I feel that when you're born to do something, there's nothing that can get in the way of the timing of it or the door opening. Even when man wants to close doors, like it's just open, it's your time. And I just really feel like, you know, just praying about this whole process and getting here to this point. Like when you say it's your time, I truly feel, feel like it took all of that to be able to get to this place, to be able to tell the story. And the time is now like, stepping into it so excited about the book signing and the release of this because it has been this 14 years in the making and 10 years of the lights being out but to know at the end of the tunnel right that there is this light that we shine we're shining bright shining the light into the world and you know that we have that but I mean it has been transformational telling mm -hmm. this story we get to tell stories every single day and, you know, we see the potential in people and we bring that out, but really doing all the things we tell people every single day and having to do it ourselves, having to be vulnerable, having to be, you know, very transparent, being authentic, like, man, it peels back a lot of layers. Mm -hmm. It's incredible just to realizing at the end of the day, like your true character, your values, your beliefs, and like what you hold on to and how you can just, you know, help inspire another person to, to do the same. I hope more people will write books. I hope, is it 3%, 5% percent? Three, like, I think it. it's like 3%. Yeah. Of, yeah of that people write books. Who, who actually do it. Like 87% of the population says they want to write a book, but only 3% actually do it. And, and fewer people, number of those 3%, fewer number are women. And I don't yeah. know the exact data number on that but I do know there are more men authors than there are women um and that number is 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 a big difference you know so here we are changing that number and April you've had a huge impact in three books over 30 stories making that imprint and helping women become authors congratulations it really is truly an honor to do life with you on a regular basis to be able to call you my friend mentor coach like, I just admire everything that you do and the path that you've led for us. So I just, I want to say thank you. Well, you're so welcome. And thank you. I received that. I, I, it's been a joy. I, I literally, you know, when I get to watch women like you, um, go and share their story to have that bigger impact, to remind people to live full and die empty and don't take their gifts to the grave, leave them here these are important messages that need to be out there. Um, this is an important message I need to hear from time to time. Like none of us are, none of us always have it figured out. Like we, some of us are like, okay, I'm having a pretty good day today, but check with me tomorrow. I might need that reminder again, you know? And so it's, it, 
to listen, if I could play any small part of that big part, small part, sign me up, right? Like it feels so good. And it has so it's been so awesome. Like literally, like I said, I've had a front row seat to your journey, you know, over, over the last, you know, five years, at least, I guess that we've known each other. And, um, um, it's been so awesome to see that light come back on for you. Um, you know, you just recently, I got to hear you speak at one of our local gatherings and you, I literally, Evelina, I just could not contain myself that night. I just was so, I don't know another word to say than just proud, you know, like I just was so happy for you that you were in a position to be able to share that story. You shared it effortlessly. I mean, you shared it so beautifully. I've heard you speak before, but I feel like that was one of the shining moments that I've heard you speak. Um, I mean, it just, and I know how many women were there that night and how many people you got to impact with your message and how many women probably left that night, you know, making some small change in their own life. And that's the whole point, right? That is the whole point is not that we get to become authors or that we get to hold the microphone. It's so that we get to say something that maybe just maybe will turn the light on for somebody else. And, you know, I just, I love that I get to watch you do that. So it's, it's just been so fun. It was so cool to see you there and just to have your support. It was like this proud parent, you know, like, <laughs> just like a and so excited, like to be able to see me step into that again, because it had been, it's been a while. Was, yeah, yeah. I felt like, do I even know how to do this anymore? But you know, when you're born to do something or crafted, you know, God made you a certain way. You're just like, all right, time to shine. Jesus, let's go. Yeah. You know? yeah. But it's like, you'll why be do doing- we have to? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I just said, I know you're going to be doing a lot more speaking, um, you know, af- now and, and forevermore. Um, and especially with this book, like this book will be a great calling card for you to even do more speaking. Cause that's really, really what you're suited for. And, um, I just can't wait to see it all continue to unfold. Yeah. I talked a lot in that talk that night about why do we have to find out we're dying to start living Let's yeah. live, live life to the fullest. Let's give it our all, you know, live it with passion and purpose. And so I tell Hope before she leaves, she reads these books, but it's like when she gets off the car to go to school, I'm always like, remember to sparkle and shine, but most of all, be kind, like be kind to the world, you know, make an impact, shine your light. And I tell her shine your light every time she gets off the car, she just smiles at me like, okay, mom, that's been your theme all year, but it's been a theme for a long time, but now we're getting to really use those words. So it's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. I, I love that. I love, I, I say a similar thing to my kids every day, getting out of the car, you know, it's like, um, you know, make somebody smile today. Like, you know, make sure you smile make sure you smile, make someone else smile today too. Like, you know, be kind. And I always want them to remember, like, it's, it's not all about them. You know, like I want you to have a great day, but I want you to be responsible for maybe helping someone else have a good day too. Um, and that's just being that cheerleader, right. That you, you, you're so good at doing also. So, um, okay. So one last thing that I want to ask you is what is like, let's just put your mind forward for a minute, because at the time of this, you and I are recording this, this interview, the book is not out yet. It comes out on October 17th, 2023. Um, so it's after October 17th now, 2023. And, um, how do you see you personally, um, how do you see this book doing something positive for you? 
I think just every day in the classroom, being with students and realizing that dreams do come true, that when you put your mind to something, you have amazing mentors and cheerleaders around you, that it's possible. You know, I grew up in a town, April, 6,000 people, probably is like 4,000 people right now. It's a farm town community, had two stoplights, a couple stop signs, like I'm that girl from, from that place that just went back to speak at a reunion and just to see how far you, you can go if you keep like that vision board in front of you if you keep a great group of people that are going to uplift you and support you around you so every single day like you know doing and just showing this book to these students I mean that's transforming their lives my life you know getting in front of family who would never even think someone in our family would be an author one day had a cousin reach out to me like I am so proud she's younger like 10 years younger I'm so proud of you wow <laughs> where did this come from and you know another cousin that's like 15 years younger than me and she's just like you stay really busy and I'm thinking girl you have way more energy than I do <laughs> so anyone can do these things but you know you have to be a go-getter you have to you know put yourself around people that are going to help you to get there and you know, you can't just sit around and, and expect it to come to you. <laughs> you right. make it happen. And yeah. so, um, but I, I just feel that this book is going to do that. And then with the speaking and these programs going, you know, I'm doing a lot of shine your light youth nights. Mm -hmm. um, I'm taking leadership development and character building programs into gyms, schools, and using this of how they can shine their light in the world and, you know, having them discuss the things, the holdups in their lives, like the stumbling blocks, um, and helping them realize that their issue or their problem does not define them. You know, their past is not their future. It does not determine their history, doesn't determine their destiny. And that great things can happen to ordinary, everyday people. There's nothing special, like, you know, I have this crown of like, you know, I have these extra special privileges or anything, but it's, you know, if God puts something in your heart and, and you walk toward those steps and, you know, you make that happen and, you know, it'll all come together. So I just want to continue to inspire our youth in this community, as well as the women we get to work with every day and just people we interact with. So I, I want them to be able to do the same thing. Mm, so good. So good. And so it is, that's exactly what is happening. Thank you, Evelina Solis, one of our authors of Shine Your Light. Go get this book, read her story, connect with her. We we link up all the ways to connect with our authors in the book, as well as we will hear right here on the podcast as well in the show notes. But um, you definitely need to be watching this one. The, she's on the move. She's making waves and she's doing big things in the world. And I am just so honored to call you friend and have you be our light beamers, uh, community ambassador, and to have you be an author in this book. Thank you so, so much. All right, you guys, thank you for joining us for another episode of the inside story. And specifically this installment of our author series featuring all of the authors from shine your light. Oh my gosh, this is just going to be such a great book to get your hands on. These stories are going to inspire you and encourage you and 
really hopefully make you feel and see that you're not the only one with whatever you might be walking through. We're all walking through these stories and we hope that our stories encourage you and let, help you know that you are not alone and you're not alone. Come join us over in the Live Beamers community. That's where we want to love on you harder and love on you more and show you some more about storytelling and what it can do in your life. We'd love to have you there. All right, everybody, we'll be back. Talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.